This is the EWN Podcast Network. When life and business is chaotic, it is hard to see the beauty that comes from it. But I'm here to tell you, you are not alone. I am your host, Ashley Stone, and I am your chaos coordinator. I believe there's always a message in the mess we can experience in our personal lives and in business. So join me on the journey of running multiple businesses, self-caring it up, and designing a life for my family. This won't be just my story. It will be the many stories of remarkable women that have inspired me and will inspire you to discover the beauty behind the chaos. Hey beauties, my name is Ashley Stone and I'm your host of Beauty Behind Chaos, where we unpack all of the chaos, we make sense of it, and then we find the beauty on the other side. I'm so excited to be here. I am here with me, myself, and I, and uh, we are going to just dive in as per usual. I will be completely transparent and honest, y'all. I feel like every time I come to the mic and it is just me, I'm like, y'all, I am in the midst of my chaos. I am coming to realize like I'm just kind of living in chaos at all times. It's just my natural um, mode of life, um, especially these days in different ways, right? I just feel like when you're an entrepreneur, there's so many facets to what we do. I think the reality is we are always generally going to be living in some kind of chaos because that's just what it is, especially if you are anything like me and you are a serial entrepreneur because y'all, I got all these businesses and I launched some of them and turned on the dials and turned up the dials. And let me just say, um, business is popping. And I'm just like, was I ready for this? I don't know that I was ready for this. I don't know that I was prepared for all the things I thought I was getting prepared. I thought I was putting all of the pieces in place. And that's what has been a lot of my preparation and a lot of my, um, due diligence in different ways but I knew this would happen. I knew I would launch things or I would start things or I would finish, finally finish things and it would all happen at once. And so, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, it truly is feast or famine. And right now I am, I'm about to be on my feast. So I'm so excited about that because y'all, I was getting too close to my famine because, oh child, when you are investing in a business and you are bootstrapping and then like, let's layer on the fact there's multiple businesses. Um, it has been a ride. It has been a ride. All right. So yes, when you are a serial entrepreneur, you have all these different multiple facets that are always happening at any given time. And so having the ability to multitask, to be able to switch hats, to be able to pivot and um, really just kind of hone in and also know when to um, pull out. Where am I going with this? I don't know. But I'm in that place right now of like, girl, you need to just pull out for like a hot second and uh, take a little bit of a breather. I did a whole thing about self-care and just talking about what that looks like. And the hard part is when you're an entrepreneur, it is feast or famine. And when it's famine, you got to grind. And when it's feast, there's another really interesting aspect to um, feasting that also comes with uh, more working because you're now working in a different way to keep up and to manage um, everything that you created. And so I'm in like this really interesting space of my life right now where I have some projects that um, are really starting to wrap up and 
pretty soon be launched and off the ground. And then I'm midway on a business that I'm just like reviving and bringing back to life. And as I started turning those dials, it was not only, not only did it come back to life, but it like resurrected overnight. And I didn't really anticipate, I don't know what I fully anticipated with that. Um, when I started to go back to paying attention to it and loving on it again, um, because I took a bit of a break because it was one of those businesses that drained my soul. And so trying to, um, be mindful and cognizant of the fact that there are some aspects to my businesses that I don't enjoy (laughs) and it absolutely is not my area of genius. And so with that, it can drain my soul and it can make me just go, I don't really want to do this. And that's really not a good thing to do when you have success in the whole reason why you build and create things. But as a business owner, there's so many aspects of our businesses. And unfortunately, the real truth of it is, is that there's going to be parts that you're not really going to want to do. And there's going to be parts that you're just like, I'm not good at this. And so part of it, not only being something you don't want to do, you will be doing things that aren't always your strength and that will challenge you in so many different ways. And I feel like that's a little bit of where I am. And at the same time, I'm in this like weird place of discovering or realizing my own um, greatness and what I'm really, really good at. And then there's these other aspects that I'm just like, I'm not so good at this stuff. So like, why do I have to do it? (laughs) But the reality is, is when you're a business owner, you have to, because who else is going to, right? Unless you, you start hiring on all this staff and that brings its own level of difficulties. The truth of it is, is that one, hiring the right people to trust and to, you know, give, um, you know, your baby to and be able to not only trust, but then also know that um, things are going to be taken care of to the ability of what you've been able to do. Um, And then the other aspect of just the financial burden of taking on more employees. People don't realize this is something that, and honestly, I didn't realize I was going to go here, but I'm going to go here. But people don't realize that when you hire people, it is detrimental to hire correct. It is detrimental to hire the right people. And unfortunately, you don't really know because really, truly going through resumes and interviewing people and going through that whole process of what it takes to even hire a person, you then have to go through a training period that takes a lot of time and effort and um, on both sides uh, for you to both like learn each other's way of working and learn this new role and these jobs that you're now delegating out. And some people, I mean, as business owners, there's many of us that have never been in a role of managing other people or um, delegating tasks. And that's a real big hurdle. For, for a lot of like smaller, smaller businesses, because when you do start to experience growth, there is this point where you do realize like you need to definitely hire staff. And that's, that's a job in itself of determining who those right people are, because it is a critical decision on who you hire and how you go about that. And then once you hire them, it's critical that they're able to perform to be able to maintain not only the quality of what you've created, but then also the financial aspect of it, um, the additional, I don't want to say burden, but it can feel like that sometimes if you don't hire correct. And so now you have this additional financial responsibility that 
believe it or not, and a lot of people I think don't know this with small businesses, it's expensive. It's expensive to start hiring people and taking on um, the additional costs that entails, whether they're an employee or contractor, that definitely makes a difference. But taking on new employees, um, taking on these additional roles, there's so many aspects to it that cost time, that cost money, and that can cost a little bit of um, growing pains, actually, is like the best word um, on both sides. And so navigating that can be difficult. And I feel like a lot of the things that I've been developing as of late I've really tried to develop everything in a way where I've been able to wait to hire and be able to take on as many roles as I could um, before it started to get to the point where I was like, okay, I definitely need some extra help. I'm definitely burning out. Um, What does that look like? Who does this person look like? And it's, it's really hard because when you're a small business owner, you need someone that literally can do all the things too. Like you need someone that you can fully maximize their experiences or their skill set in every way possible. And so determining what that job description is, is like literally the most difficult thing. I know it was for me. I called my person a, a unicorn. Like this is going to be a little baby unicorn that I need that I can help um, develop and also for them to, um, you know, come with a certain skill set and ability, but also be willing to develop alongside me as I develop, as my businesses develop, as things shift and change and just having that flexibility because it is so important to be flexible when you work for a small business because things change, things shift. Um, and that can be an array of reasons that could be financial, that could be a pandemic, that could be, um, you know, just the market, um, and just the, you know, the clients. So there's so many different variables that happen with small businesses that, you know, when you work for a bigger corporation, you don't necessarily see, know, or experience, um, things in the same way. Um, so it's, it's definitely a different thing when you go to work for a small business owner. However, I think it's the most incredible thing. I mean, I love small business. Obviously, I'm I'm a huge advocate for small businesses. And, and they really truly are the lifeblood of our communities. Like the way that small businesses impact the local community is really one of those um, unsung things. Those, those things that like you don't ever really realize unless you own a small business or if you work for a small business. Um, You genuinely don't realize the ecosystem that we are a part of and uh, just how much it can impact the community, depending on the type of business it is. And so with that, working for a small business um, can have so many rewards and benefits beyond measure, because if you are entrepreneurial yourself or you're a doer and you want to be a part of something that's creating impact, um, all of that can be accomplished when you work for a small business, um, just because small businesses are always having to, you know, wear these different hats. You're going to learn so much and you're going to see so much and experience so much um, in a good way, I, I believe, in, in a way that would truly grow you if you go into that role with that mindset. Um, but definitely in terms of job security, though, when you join any small business, being valuable is really being flexible and being able to kind of show up and ready to, you know, help and be a part of 
what that business is about. And, um, and that is just a combination of things. And so it's so detrimental to hire the right people. And so for me, that was um, a challenge for me because in the past, in the years past of being a business owner, um, not that I fully made mistakes um, and eh, eh, me, I made some mistakes. Um, I will say some of my mistakes were, I mean, I hired friends, I hired family, I've, I've hired pretty much, I've hired people because I felt bad and I just wanted to help them earn some extra money. Um, I've hired people, not necessarily for the wrong reasons, because my heart was in the right place, but definitely as a small business owner, you do tend to hire um, in that way first, um, because it's almost a level of comfort even for yourself. Because when you're not used to managing people, it seems a lot easier to hire people that maybe you know already. Um, And that seems to be like the route that a lot of small businesses go, especially when they're just starting out. But I will, I'm here to tell you that is chaos that is going to um, create growing pains in a whole nother situation and way. Um, and I have definitely been there, done that, got the t-shirt y'all. And, um, I will say I learned a lot and it also taught me how to be a better and more effective um, manager, but then also like better at setting boundaries and kind of learning myself in this different way. But sometimes it limited me too. So there's a lot of aspects to it where it can it can be very difficult um, when you do hire people that you know um, because the pressure is just different. And I absolutely felt so much pressure, um, especially if times were hard and like I had to make like for real, for real, like I had to make cuts. And like, how do you make those decisions when, you know, it's people that you are so close to? And again, that happens whether or not it's family and friends. That happens over time, no matter who is working for you. Um, it's just, you know, you become a family with the people that you see every day that are with you more than your own family sometimes. So um, so with that, I had a lot of different experiences when it came to hiring people. And, and some of them, honestly, I'm not going to lie, made me a little jaded for a bit because they weren't always the best experiences. And then other times they were so freaking phenomenal. I was so sad when we would part ways with someone that was just incredible. And I'm like, no, no, no. But if you really, truly are an effective leader in what you do, and also, um, you know, you bring people on with the, with the mindset of like growth and growing them, you also have to be prepared to let them go when they outgrow you, which like, let me say that again, you got to be prepared to let them go when they outgrow you because that has happened too. And, um, you know, maybe, and it wasn't necessarily that they outgrew me personally, but they totally outgrew the role that I had that they were in. And so I've had people with me for five years, 10 years, um, and, and five months and 10 months, like it kind of ran the gamut. And, um, ideally the ones that were with me for a really long time were in it because they were, they were a part of the growth. They wanted to be a part of something bigger and they were flexible and ready to pivot and wore multiple hats and like the ride that we had. I mean, I have so many memories and I love documenting everything with my businesses because truly the memories that I have with the people that I have rode with in that time um, is truly incredible. And regardless of whether they left parting ways on good terms or bad terms, I really like look back at everything and go, wow, I have no regrets because it's, it's a ride y'all when you are building a business. Um, so yeah, so going, so going into this part of where I am today, where I'm like, y'all, I'm teetering on the cusp of like, 
these businesses are about to pop. I am seeing that and I'm like, oh shit, I did that. Okay. Yeah. That's the goal, right? That is, that is why I've been busting butt to, um, you know, do all this stuff that I've been doing to invest and to, uh, develop and, and to put all these systems and processes in place. And I feel like I'm, I'm still not fully there on some of those systems and processes, but it is what it is. We hear and, and people are wanting to book this building like wildfire and, my company, Beauty Entourage, like wildfire. And so I'm like, okay, I knew this would happen. And so I need to hire. So right before it fully popped, I um I did hire. And so my, my job description, I'm not going to lie, I leveraged AI. So if you're not leveraging AI, like you're missing out. AI is incredible when it comes to, even if you just like write like a makeshift job description to kind of give the AI like a little nudge, like, okay, this is kind of what I'm looking for. Let me just give you all the bullet points and all the things. And then it will spit back out something extremely professional. And um, at the same time, like I kept tweaking it and like the AI didn't get it. I'm like, I'm looking for a baby unicorn. Okay. And so it took me a bit to, you know, perfect how I wanted to describe this job description. Because again, going back to the fact that I'm bootstrapping, I'm relaunching, I'm launching, I'm doing all these different things all at once. And I'm just like, this role is unique. And what do I do with this? So I ended up figuring out the job description. I put it out on social media first. I like, I've done ads for, for jobs, but honestly, you end up getting flooded with so much like things that don't even, that don't even apply. Like people just literally just putting their hat in the ring for just anything. And then they, you realize that they didn't even read the job description. So it's so frustrating. Like I was like, I'm not ready for that life yet. If you weed through enough, you might find a good candidate in, in those job boards, but it is definitely, um, I wasn't in that place in my head to like have to sift through all that. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just put this on my social media and you know, maybe I'll get some hits. And I did. And as I was going through the interview process, I was just like, oh my gosh, like this baby unicorn is really like three unicorns. Like, I'm not going to lie. I have so many things going on. They're different kinds of things. And I, it was just so hard because then everyone I was interviewing too, I was like, oh my gosh. Cause when you, when you're putting it out there that you're looking for a baby unicorn, like literally the unicorns show up. Okay. They are ready to go and they are unicorns already. And so I'm just like, y'all are all amazing. So how do I make this decision? And I've never really had that problem before. So like, you know, if you are looking for a baby unicorn, like just say it because the unicorns will show up. And so they did. And so going through my interview process, I, my, my style is like, I'm just going to sit at the table and conversate with you. Like, can we vibe? Can we have a conversation? Um, what does that look like? You know, who are you? I don't want to read it from a resume. Like I want to see you in real life. And I just kind of want to talk with you. And, um, it's always, you know, a good sign when you can do that. And next thing you know, like you're talking for like a freaking hour and that's exactly what happened. I think in one of them, I was even talking to you for like an hour and a half. And, um, and so I was just like, dang, okay how do I go about now hiring all of these people? Like I need all of these people. And I had to like come to reality in terms of my budget and where I was at today in that moment. And then also the reality of like, I'm launching and I don't know what these things are going to do. So I may have so much work for them and we're going to be grinding together or I'm going to be like, 
crap, I now have another job just trying to figure out what to delegate you, right? And so I was just like, okay, so strategy, what can I do? Who can I offer this to? So I ended up having to make a decision. I'm pretty happy with my decisions and definitely the other people. I'm like, just hold that thought because if this pops, I'm going to come back to you because like you are so dope. And so that's a little bit of my hiring process. It's super official, I know. But um, so I ended up hiring um, and definitely I realized it, it, I had to, what helped me determine who to hire really truly became, um, you know, I want this broad spectrum, you know, unicorn that can do all of these things. But the reality is there's certain aspects that are like detrimental right now in order for us to make more money to hire more people and like have a business, which means sales. Sales is so important. And I've never really looked at much of what I do in any capacity as sales. I don't like the word sales, but at the same time, it's like whatever gives me the heebie-jeebies and I'm just like, oh, I don't want to do that, is actually probably what I need to hire for because um, it will become those things that I become like a little bit, um, what's the word? Not, oh, resentful. Mm. It'll become one of those things that I'll get like resentful. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. And I'm stuck doing this all the time. And then you realize you're not working in your area of genius and you become like, I don't want to say bitter, but like you definitely become like burnt out. That's, that's actually a better word. Um, and that's kind of a little bit where I'm, I've been and where I'm a little bit at today because I hired and was like, okay, it has to be a sales position. Cause if we don't have sales and you know, but we don't really have anything, um, I could create and design and do all the things I want to do. Um, and I can hustle and bring in the business, but, um, if we're not closing it, if we're not, you know, having a process and what that looks like, and then continuing that wheel so I can move on to other things, then it's just not going to work. And I think that's one of the hard parts as a business owner to realize that and to see that because we do try to do all of the things. And in the beginning, uh, we only have the budget for us to do all the things and not have other people come in. But at a certain point, you really have to come to that realization that you can only do so much and that you are going to have to bring in someone else. It's just really, truly hard to figure out, you know, who and what that person is. But I will tell you from experience, um, if sales is your jam and if you're really, really good at systems and processes and organization, then then the other person you need to hire is someone that is the front facing, that's getting out there, that's hustling, that's getting the word out, that is, um, you know, the creative and all of that. And then on the opposite end, if you are that person that is the creative, that's hustling, that's the face of everything, then you need someone on the back end that's capturing all of that, keeping you organized. So rule of thumb, those are like two of the most important things. Never mind if you're anything like any of my businesses where then you have a service attached to your business. Um, I love the fact that I have a building as one of my businesses because the building is always going to be here. The building is always going to be available um, based on, you know, if it's not available, it's booked. Um, But where you have a service, your other commodity, your other aspect to this puzzle piece is the people doing the services. Are you the person doing the service? Do you have to hire people to do the service? Are they employees? Are they contractors? Y'all, it is a it is, it is a lot of things. Um, so yeah, it's like you get this like chicken and egg problem that comes up when you're in a service, uh, service type business, because you need to, you know, you need to almost, you need both, you need the customer and you need the, the service provider, but like 
how many service providers if you don't have customers? And then if you have so many customers, but you don't have service providers, like what is that balance? And so that's, that's always, always one of the things that's a pain point for one of my businesses that is a completely service-based business. And then the business of my building um, with event space and um, I want to, I want to launch a co-sharing space out of this and create memberships, all of that. The dope thing about it is that the commodity is the building. The building is always here. As long as the building's available, then I have something to, uh, to sell and, or to book. And so, um, so yeah, so when you're just thinking about, um, you know, what type of person you need to hire, consider who you are and what you do and what are your strengths and rule of thumb is don't hire out for the things you're already really strong in or the things that are detrimental to your business. Um, you know, try to hire out for, for other aspects, other roles, um, that's always been kind of my, my way that I navigate it. And then I kind of build from there. So, yeah, so I'm at the beginning stages. I feel like a startup, um, in a sense with one of my companies that has been around for 18 years, um, because the pandemic completely pivoted us, completely changed, um, the dynamic of my business in so many ways. And it's taken me three years, y'all, three years to bring it back online to, almost like to relaunch kind of, um, because for the past three years, we've really been either navigating cancellations, re rebookings, um, reschedulings, different policies, changing tech issues, like all these different things. And so I had decided last year, like, you know what, no more booking, no more booking. Let's get through the bookings that we have. Let's let things let, let's purposefully let the wheel nearly stop so I can breathe and I can regroup and then reassess and relaunch. And so that's what we did. And, uh, that was a really, really hard decision to make. Um, because when I turned all those wheels off and everything did completely come to a halt, the reality was, um, I had my mom actually working with me and the reality was I was like, I I gotta let you go. And it was like a mutual understanding. I think she going through the past couple of years and just how brutal it was to not only be a business owner, but be an employee of a business, a small business. Um, it was brutal. The behind the scenes um, of how difficult that was. I don't think people fully comprehend um, how hard that was. And so the reality is um, that was really, really difficult for us. And we worked through it and she's my mama. So she gave me a lot of grace when I was struggling mentally, physically, personally, in every dynamic. Um, and so the best thing for me was to have um, someone that knew me so well working alongside me. And at the same time, it at times almost kind of hindered me because it was easy to just kind of be like, oh, she got it. And um, yeah, all right, mom, thank you. And I'll just be over here. And I'm just going to like not pay attention to this at all. I'm just going to be over here. So it definitely was a, a difficult thing to navigate. But when we turned all the wheels down and turned it off, we pretty much got to the space of just being like, okay, now we have to make some really hard decisions. And when I say we, I say me. Because at that point, a company that I had that I was running with five employees and 62 contractors turned into me by myself, um, now looking at everything going, all right, we got to start over. We, AKA me. And so, um, that was just back in January. And so here we are in May and I restarted things back up in the past couple, like 
I'd say the past like month. Um, and so when I turn the dials back on, I'm really happy to say that when I turn the dials back on, like we got inundated all over again, um, in a good way that business is still, you know, churning in, in alive. And so being able to turn those things back on really was exciting and exciting to see that, um, that is, that was what we needed. Like we just needed to, you know, regroup and, that again, that's just like a really hard decision to make as a business person um, because you just do everything to try to just keep up. And and honestly, you could drown if you do that. And I definitely felt myself drowning and just really unsure and really in a place just hard to make a decision. And so we took that beat. And while we took that beat, y'all, I don't stop. So while we took that beat, um, I was still in the process of renovating or just finishing the renovations of this building. And, and diversifying um, what I have because I put all my eggs in one basket for this uh, company that I spent years having it as my side business. And then I got rid of everything that I was doing and put everything into this one company. And I did that just two years before the pandemic happened. And so um, the realization of that and the hardships we faced, knowing that was everything we had and all we had, it was really hard when it came to making decisions at every, at every corner, at every, at every part of the the process. Um, but it also made me scared and nervous and to realize I need to go back to diversifying what we do. And especially now my husband, he was in healthcare and he left healthcare to work alongside me. So we're a fully 100% entrepreneurial family right now and both being self-employed. So it definitely created this different um, dynamic that was a lot scarier and then also just became like, okay, all right, boo, it's me and you and we're going to do this and we can't hire, we can't do anything because we can't afford it. We have to just figure it out. And so he has been alongside me, oh my gosh, every step of the way. And it definitely has had that its challenges working with your spouse. Um, and then also the fact that he's never been entrepreneurial and, and been a part of this kind of, um, behind the scenes of what this could look like. And so it definitely had its challenges, but we got to this place eventually where we were able to ride the, the curve, the tide, whatever it is, um, the monsoon that we were, uh, in and on. And then got to this place of like, okay, this is scary, but I think it's time to start like looking at hiring people um, that isn't family. And that is just outside of this monstrosity to come into the fold and, uh, and go from there. So yeah, that unicorn man, I found her. And so it's pretty exciting. Um, It definitely was hard with making the decisions, but I think for right now, for what we, what we need, it was an absolute great decision. And I'm really proud of myself for taking the time and discernment and praying on it. Um, because definitely by leaning into that, it helped me navigate and make the decisions we needed, at least for the time being. Um, and then from there, you know, I'm sure we'll have to hire more, especially because I have five businesses, you know, I got five businesses. So it's going to be really important for me to hire more for sure in order for me to maintain all of these businesses. But, um, but with that said, it is, it has been an exciting time around here, y'all. It has been so exciting and I'm really, really just, you know, I'm tired 
I'm so tired. I'm, I'm extremely exhausted. I've never actually been, maybe I have, I've probably been this tired before, but, um, I just am like looking at my husband being like, I don't get it. I've, I've napped. I slept. And he's like, girl, you haven't slept though in two, three weeks. So like, you know, one day of sleeping is not going to do it. And he's probably right. So like, I get it. Um, I've been definitely going real hard for, for the past couple weeks. And I, I don't want to say the stress, um, but, but maybe it was the stress. I'm not one that likes to admit that I'm stressed out about things. Um, but it was a different kind of stress. Cause it was like stress outside of me, stress that like I can't control. And so I really taught myself not to get caught up in things I can't control. Um, and at the same time, like it just, it got to me. And so I got to this point where I'm like, I'm hitting a wall. And on top of that, like, I'm so frustrated. And it's just like, you know, when you just get things from all angles, sometimes I tend to feel like that. And sometimes it's frustrating. And it's really things that honestly, I can't control because I really can't control what people say or do outside of me. I can control how I react to it. And I've done a really bang up job on reacting pretty solid, (laughs) if I do say so myself, um, with a lot of positivity. And um, a lot of grace and a lot of understanding and a lot of forgiveness. But, you know, even after a while, a positive person um, gets tired. And I think for me, my soul, my spirit, my physical body, my spiritual body, just all aspects of me these past couple weeks have just gotten really, really tired. And so um, with that, I am doing my best to rest. And I'm like, I got like a little disappointed over this past weekend because um, the one, the weather was like dumb. <laughs> we had like storms in Texas, which who knows if it's going to storm hail tornado, like in Texas, you just don't know. Sometimes it says it's going to, nothing happens. And then other times it says it's not. And then all of a sudden it's like hail. And like the wrath of Jesus was just happening over the weekend with the lightning storms that we had. But, um, but yeah, so I had plans that like the whole weekend was one of these, this past weekend was like one of those weekends. I was like, I'm going to chill. And I, it was my birthday on Sunday. So I was like, I'm just going to chill. I'm not putting anything on my schedule. Like I'm going to regroup. Like I'm going to just be a normal person. This is what me and my husband always, we always like make these comments. Like I'm going to be normal this weekend. So normal means I'm just going to do normal things. I'm going to go be a soccer mom and then I'm not going to check my emails and I'm not going to work. Being normal is not working 24 seven. And so, um, in my mind, that's, that's what I like to think. Um, and unfortunately it doesn't always work out to be normal in my world because I have to accept I'll never be normal. But with that said this weekend, I was going to be normal. And then I forgot and realized I had a very, very early morning booking on um, Saturday. So that meant like we couldn't really do anything on Friday. And then uh, I had the early morning booking. It was a dope booking. y'all. I like accidentally didn't even know I had a celebrity client. Um, that was really fun. And unexpectedly, Netflix was there filming. Like, y'all, I can't even make up my life. It is so crazy. So so that happened. And I was like, wow, okay, that I was tired, but I ain't tired no more. And so that was fun. And then after that, the weather got funky and I wasn't able to pursue my outdoor activity plans. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe it's better off. I just need rest because y'all I'm tired. And so I was like, I'll just go to sleep early. No big deal. And so I did. I went to sleep early and the next day was my birthday. And 
the next day, y'all, I was just, again, like so tired, exhausted, brain, mental, spirit, everything. And I'm looking at my husband, like, I'm just, I'm just tired. I just don't, for my birthday, I just don't want to think like, I just don't want to use my brain today. And so he was like, okay. And he's like, how about you like take a shower and just like, maybe just relax today. And we had a soccer. So I was in soccer, soccer mom mode. And uh, I had to get up really early and go to the soccer game. And he was like, so just like, you know, you had to wake up early today, like take a nap or something. Like you got nothing else to do. We're, we're going to go to dinner later. And I was like, okay. And then I just like had a a moment, y'all. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to share this. I had a moment where I was just like, but it's my birthday. And now I feel really sad because now I'm like, I'm too tired to even do anything for myself. And then I was legit sad. I cried in the shower about it for real. And um, I'm sure my husband was looking at me like, I don't even know what to do with you because I was like a little bit of a mental head case because I was just like... I want to do something, but I don't want to do anything because I'm so tired, but I want to do something. But like, we didn't make any plans during the day, but I want to do something, but I'm so tired. And he's like, just looking at me like, do you want to do something? Like we could go do something, but like, maybe you should sleep. And he just kind of looked a little confused and I was really lost and confused myself. And so I like inadvertently like created my own chaos on my birthday because I was just like, I was so tired. And so, yeah, the expectations that we have on the things that we're supposed to be doing, um, instead of just like supposed to be taking care of ourselves, that was kind of where I was at on Sunday um, for my birthday. And I was like, well, it's my birthday though. So like we should do something. And then I came out of the shower and I went into my, I have a prayer closet and I went into my prayer closet to uh, just be in the word. And I fell asleep in my prayer closet (laughs) and that was it. I went to sleep in the middle of the day. I was knocked out and they, my family just like left me to it. And so I slept in my prayer closet on my birthday and, uh, that was the majority of my day. And then I, when I got up, we went to dinner and from there, I was just kind of like, yeah, this day is just like, I was so sad and disappointed. Like I ruined my own birthday and I was cranky and yeah, but, um, then I went back home and I went back to sleep. So I got lots of sleep yesterday. I napped twice. Um, as I say this, I'm not supposed to date like where, when I'm recording, but anyways, so you're listening to this. This is real, real time, real life, all truth. And so, um, so yeah, so then my birthday was basically spent like sleeping majority of the day. And, um, and I will say this, like here I am next day, I'm still exhausted. I'm still very tired. Um, I had a full, full agenda all day today. And then I'm here recording and sharing all this with you guys. But I will say this is like, there is, there's, I don't don't even know what the right, what the right thing is to give advice. And I can only just be real with my own experiences because people will say this all the time. Like you need to rest, you need to sleep. And I'm like, you don't get it. Like this grind is what this grind is because success is hard and being successful at anything requires you to push yourself beyond limits sometimes. And that can come with, um, not always taking care of yourself in the sense of, you know, not getting enough sleep and things like that. And I do stress people to self-care and to be aware when, when you're in that place, 
But at the same time, the reality is that can't always be the reality, right? And when you are short-staffed or when you do have things that come up that are out of your control, but it's your business, um, the reality is, is like, we have to be there. And if we aren't, there's really no one else that can be. And so it's, I tread lightly on ever saying that you need to find balance. You need to find, you need to make sure you get rest. You need to take care of yourself because the, the truth of it is there never really fully will be balanced when you're an entrepreneur. And I think, um, you know, unless you get, until you get to that full place of, um, full financial success, um, you know, personal success, every, every level of, of success. And you have all these people in place. It's not everyone gets there. And the reality is it's hard as is a bad word, but I have to get there. And it requires this reality of this behind the scenes that no one ever really talks about. So I'll be transparent and talking about that and saying that this shit is and it comes with, um, a lot of different things. And the reality is for me is, um, one, making the right hiring, um, is so detrimental for me right now. Making the right hiring. I don't even know if it's right. Hiring, <laughs> hiring the right person is so detrimental to help relieve you of some of the things that you are responsible for. So if you're in this place with your business and you're unsure to hire, if you are at this point of like exhaustion, like I'm, I'm at, um, it might be time to hire. It might be time to hire and get that additional help. I have done that. Um, but at the same time, it takes time to get those people in the right place for you to be able to fully step away from some of those roles. Um, so, and it can take a little bit more work too in the meantime. Um, but it does, it is a telltale sign. It's time to hire, um, or it's time to let some things go. And I think I've been a little bit in the process of um, in some capacity. And, um, and then the other, the last bit is learning to, um, like release control, let, let go and, uh, and not be able to, um, don't get caught up in things that you can't control and then know that you can only control how you react to things. And so that's for me right now, my, my message to myself is, um, you know, not feeling like you one have to react to everything. And then two, um, controlling in the way that you react, because, um, it is important that you, uh, show up as your best self, your best self in all things. And you can't be your best self if you're completely burned out for sure or exhausted or not. So on that note, y'all, I'm going to end my day and I'm going to, I'm going to take, I'm going to go to sleep. Um, and try to catch up on the couple weeks of sleep. I have not gotten and uh, continue to work on that self-care game um, because it's important to be aware that you still need to take care of yourself. And the reality is when you can't, um, what is it that you could do to at least just make things just a tad bit, a little bit easier. And that was, I'm, what is I'm, oh my gosh, I speak. That is what I'm always working towards. All right. Now it's time to go because now I'm getting tongue tied and can't speak right because my brain is shutting down. Thank y'all for listening and I will see you guys or you guys will hear from me next week. Thank you again. Uh, Stay blessed, stay beautiful and uh, stay you. Bye guys. Thanks for kicking it with me until the end. If this episode inspired you, share it with a friend because when we learn, we live and we can all use a pick me up. I would love to see if you benefited or enjoyed this episode. Use the hashtag beauty behind chaos podcast. See you next time, beauty.